All right, let's uh, let's get it on. <clears throat> let's get it on. Tim, stop trying to fucking stall us. And no, let me let me start the show, please. <clears throat> no. <clears throat> no. <laughs> I mean, I'll wait. I will. I, I want Tim's permission before I uh, before I before I okay. Do the thing. You could do it. It's all right. It's all right. <clears throat> Whew. I have to poop. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't give a shit about you. <laughs> Just waiting for Tim's permission. Don't he's worry, the he's the, he's the one giving a shit. <laughs> Welcome to Brosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rosé. On an audio feed, reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweet. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed, reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed, reporting live from Glenmore, Pennsylvania, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. Hi. What's going on, everybody? What's the good? Us are in the same podcast room for the same time for the first time in like nine months nice Sounds this is wild yeah it's it's all of us again for yeah yeah and all it took was for us to get to session 69 nice, nice. nice. for us to finally decide to prioritize this show all at the same time <laughs> yeah i all wouldn't miss this for the world p- yeah, exactly. We all spent all, all parts of the, the East Coast. We did traveling. We, we tended to family. But by God, if you thought that the four of us were going to miss out on this opportunity, this so nice opportunity to talk with our with, with each other, you were sadly mistaken. Yep. I, I dropped my phone to look at the questions, and now I'm ready to just walk away. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hashtag walk away. It's so far. Yeah. Hashtag walk away. I am ready to turn my back uh, away from the questions and also be facing somebody else in a particularly uh, conspicuous manner uh, in order to produce this podcast. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. You guys want to do the show? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Welcome to the award-winning Brose podcast. That was a 69 joke, by the way. That was the actual, like, physically. Oh, um, like, like you know, do it. You turn your... Yeah, you turn your back to uh, available on all major podcasting <laughs> platforms. Uh, the premise of our show is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. Because you see, the six and the nine. Aren't, aren't you like, turning your front though, and not your back? Because well, my back's to the questions. But my front be, is to the the business at hand. Wouldn't that be uh, a ninety-six yeah. if you're turning your back to them? No, a ninety-six is what happens thirty years into your marriage, Rich. <laughs> uh, so, if you have a question that you would like us to answer on the air, uh, you want to email that question to brosequestions at gmail dot com. That's brosequestions at gmail dot com. But of course, first we have to discuss what wines we are drinking. Sean O'Brien, you're back, baby. I'm back, you went baby. To the Outer Banks. You came back, and you're here to do some. Dr- Finally, get an opportunity to do some drinking. Finally, so what are you drinking. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm going pretty basic this week. I'm drinking Stutterhome Pink Moscato, and it wow. is incredibly sweet. Uh, it's just like juice, and uh, I just ate dinner, so it's like a nice little sweet treat. 
Nice. So I would, cool. I would honestly would recommend. It's nice. My wife and I were in. Uh, my wife and I and our daughter went to the uh, to the Jersey Shore back in June, and uh, we went out to we we just got reservations at whatever you know Italian restaurants we could get, which is all they have down at CL that takes reservations as Italian restaurants, and uh, and we just did basically like a, a tour of the Sutter Home, where I just kept plucking Sutter Homes from like the Diamond Liquor Store around the corner, <laughs> uh, and it was like oh Sutter Home Pinot, Sutter Home Chardonnay, Sutter Home Riesling. It was just a tour to Sutter, and uh, it was fine yeah all right it did definitely fine i yep that's how i feel about that room tim hansen what are you drinking tonight uh i'm actually not feeling particularly great but i wasn't gonna miss the 69 i wasn't asking for i wasn't asking for like a full status report i'm asking for your (laughs) fucking beverage you fucking tool seven up i mean i'm sorry i hope you feel better or something it's it's enough thing yeah seven Seven up up. (laughs) what are your tasting notes on the seven up uh, crisp and refreshing. Mm. Nice. How's your World of Warcraft raid going? <laughs> uh, I've intentionally never played World of Warcraft. I won't play World of Warcraft. And if I ever did play World of Warcraft, you would never see me again. Mm. Because I would only be playing World of Warcraft. Just Yeah, the b- bl- eyes g- gorged awake at four in the morning with on like your ninth seven up. Just doing raids. <laughs> oh, I mean, at that point, I've switched to Mountain Dew because I need the caffeine. Mm, yeah. Is that caffeine free? Cause, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Oh, okay. oh, I didn't know. What is the seven for then? Oh. The seven ingredients, like uh, Dr. Pepper has 23 flavors and seven up is seven ingredients or something along those lines. Hmm. Sean's, look, Sean's looking into it. I, I type type in something in. Uh, Rich, uh, while Sean looks into the Seven Up uh, controversy that I've created, uh, <laughs> what uh, are you drinking tonight? I am drinking, and I feel like I made a mistake buying this because I feel like somebody had it before and it was bad. Uh, Kendall Jackson's Sauvignon Blanc Vintners Reserve. Mm. Uh, it's a 2021 California wine. Um, it's not that great. Mm. Um, yeah, but I went into the liquor store and was just like, give me your $9 bottle of wine. And that was there. So I got it. So there's several $9 bottles of wine. You're like, what's the most representative of the $9 what bracket? Is, exactly. What is your most $8.99 $9 bottle of wine? And exactly. they're like, here's Kendall Jackson and Sauvignon Blanc. That's interesting because I, I'm I'm a Kendall Jackson fan. I don't know if I've ever had their Sav Blanc, but I also my my understanding is that most Kendall Jacksons are you know four to five dollars more expensive than that. And so if you're getting a Kendall Jackson at nine dollars, it might be a tacit admission by the folks at Kendall Jackson that this was not their their A plus work. <laughs> they thought yeah, this one. Yeah, out. yeah. They they go, certainly did. Certainly did. We punted on their Sav Blanc. Uh, I am drinking in my continued tour of Bogle Vineyard's uh, entire collection here. Uh, I am drinking a Bogle Vineyard's Merlot uh, from California. As I mentioned last time, I had their Pinot Noir. And uh, this is a, a sustainable organic vineyard out in California. Uh, and on the front, it says, As grape growers, we hold high regard for the mindful tending of the soil and exciting knowledge of the cellar. Cellar uh, with a C, not with uh, an S, because they know the cellar. It's them. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good dry. I think I might prefer this to the Pinot Noir, but I will, uh, I will keep you abreast of the situation as, as the evening goes on. 
Uh, Sean, what'd you find for us on the seven up situation? Uh, it seems to be uh, a bit, there's a bit of contention. Uh, nobody really mm. knows. It's, it's either the seven is the seven ingredients, which is carbonated water, sugar, citric acid, lithium citrate, sodium citrate, and essences, essences of lemon and lime. Um, mm. Or... He was reading a newspaper article that listed several bl- brands, including one that was a numeral seven with the letter U raised to the upper right of the number. And so he was like, seven up, sounds good. Or it is a reference to the lithium that it originally contained, which has an atomic mass of around seven. Hmm. So it's one of those, of maybe one of those three things, maybe none of those three things. Who knows? Wait, wait. Was 7-Up originally radioactive? Is that what you just said? Yeah, lithium, not uranium. Yeah, lithium. Lithium, lithium I don't, I don't... citrate, a okay. mood-stabilizing drug, used to be the primary ingredient. Oh. It was named after It was named after the, the hit song by uh, grunge band Nirvana. That's what <laughs> I figured. That's that's what I was thinking. Yep. Yeah. The song, of course, was, uh, was Drain You. Uh, now, Sean, you have our first round of questions in front of you, correct? That's correct. You're back into the swing of things. You, you, do you feel like you had a couple of weeks off? Do you feel like you're still capable of doing the questions? Truly, I don't want to put anything on you that, that's that's too much. I don't want to I don't just strain anything. I don't know. I, don't, I feel like I haven't missed a beat, like just locking right back wow. in step. Wow. It's like, it's like riding a bike. Yeah. You never forget. <laughs> While drunk. Yeah. questions at gmail.com if you want yours answered on the air. What is first? Sean O'Brien. Our first question is how much would you have to be paid to agree to shave your eyebrows? I, I'm i surprised there's not a name next to this one because I get that question from my Twitch viewers all the damn time. <laughs> shave your eyebrows, shave your eyebrows, shave your eyebrows constantly. I've seen... So okay, maybe I haven't watched your feed in a while. Is there all the time you're getting this question? <laughs> so it's it's from it's from like two of my IRL friends that actually that I know. Okay. Um, are you introducing the, it? Do you change your handle like Richie Eyebrow Sweeten or something? <laughs> like, is it inter- so, are you introducing this question intentionally? So it started with uh, my subathon, and everyone was like, "How many? How many subs to get you to shave your head?" And I just, somebody threw out 50. I said, yes, obviously, we've been over this. I got 50, and I shaved my head. And they're like, all right, how many for your eyebrows? And I'm like, no, (laughs) just no. And they're like, well, what about your beard? And I'm like, no, no. Like, I am kind of looking for a job. I need to look a little normal. Um, Bad. But but it's it's just, it's it's a constant thing where they're just like, like, somebody will post something that's like, get him to shave his eyebrows. So I'm surprised the name Sean is not written next to this question because he's usually the one to bring it up. Uh, and my answer hmm. to the question of how much money, um, a million dollars. What? Are you kidding me? I shave a my million dollars. There are no dollar <laughs> figures between zero and one million that will get you to, to cut off a part of your face that, let me remind you, will grow back. You know how long Whoa. it takes for eyebrows you're not, to... You're not don't, you know, people don't eat bone marrow for free, right? I, I know, but you know how long it takes for eyebrows to grow back? And you know how ridiculous you look with no eyebrows? I, I mean, look how ridiculous $10. I look with eyebrows. One zero. <laughs> That's less than like a like a grocery oh. store like heat and heat and ready meal. 
then I will hundred percent ten dollars. Then I will $10. give you ten dollars to go do it in the break. I, I will Ven. I will Venmo you ten dollars to do it in the break. Done. Nah, man, it's getting cold. You're gonna vent. Well, how about hold on. First of all, how about you Venmo me the Eliminator pool money first? We'll talk oh. about that before we get. Let's go to the twenty dollars <laughs> that you owe me for Eliminator, and then we'll go to the ten dollars to get me to do this crazy bet. But yeah, I, no, ten, it's gonna grow back. It, My hair grows back like crazy. It this takes. Is you, this is why you take those multivitamins. According to the internet, it, it can take between three and four months for your eyebrows to grow back. Chump change. That's and that's what Chump I'm saying. Change. That's a, a if million I do it now, dollars. I'll be back by Christmas. Family won't be any of the wiser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'd be funny let's see if my daughter can recognize me it'll be awesome <laughs> like you're not my father <laughs> yeah <laughs> huh, huh, huh. Uh, i rolled how over dollars, how many dollars would it take for you to shave your eyebrows uh i genuinely i genuinely before richie said a million was just gonna say i don't know what you got in your pocket i <laughs> <laughs> do stupid shit yeah, for, I mean, for yeah, loads of amounts of money that, if, if rich is driving that's the the thing is it's like it's like property values like i can't when, when rich comes out here and stakes a million dollars is the actual <laughs> price for this thing i can't come out here and go ten dollars it's not maximizing my value <laughs> like they, they in, my, in the back of my head i know it's my my reserve price is ten dollars oh. uh but in, in in all honesty like if rich is gonna come out here with 10 with a million i might uh, uh, about a, about 250 matt check your venmo two thousand. matt check your venmo i just sent you the eliminator tim and matt yeah. now ten dollars <laughs> on the break i will send you the venmo for it no i'm not doing see it. you're not doing it because it won't be ten dollars <laughs> oh no because i need to find a new well, job in the new future <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no look man a million dollars is is a preposterous amount of money to set it at um, but Sean, what do you think? We got 10, literally anything that's in Regis' pocket and $1 million in Regis Philbin's voice. $1 million. <laughs> this, I, it is, it's, it's hard because I do, I do like my eyebrows and I would be worried that they'd grow back weird. Um, also I, I work at home, so nobody's seeing me. It's, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I can, I can. I'm supp- I go in every so often, but I could like just skip for a while, and I don't think anybody would notice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you're confident, who's going to stop you? You're right. living your best life. Uh, and Whoopi, look at Whoopi Goldberg. She's yeah. hasn't had eyebrows for years. Um, probably five hundred. One of the many things that Whoopi and I will have in common. <laughs> yeah. after Rich sends me that ten dollars. Hugely successful. No eyebrows. Um, yeah. <laughs> So how, much, so how much did you say? $500. I would save my eyebrows for $500. See, I okay. don't have 500 bucks, so I can't make Sean that offer. But you two okay. fellas, chump change yeah, and my, 10 my, bucks. But, but my $10 is cross-collateralized to Sean's 500 so uh, I'm, we're going to need all three of us to be <laughs> in on it for no. me to go with the $10. No, no. See, then it's not $10. No. It's $520. What do you mean, no? <laughs> <laughs> you mean, no? Of course it is. It's $10. No, your number is now $510. Uh, it's, it's closer to what's 520 divided by three. It's X number of dollars. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's 70, 180. It's cross collateral between Sean, Tim, and you all. I'm agreed. also, uh, just to be clear, in case anybody that I work with, I know I'm not using that correctly. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's not what cross collateralized means. I'm but, well aware of that. But it is, it is $10, but what I got right. in my pocket, and 500 bucks. Mm. 
I have yeah. no money in my pocket. I literally checked my See, here's wallet. The thing, I was Rich, flash it Rich, up. Here's the thing, Rich, and, and we were just talking about how your, your your prowess in the legal area, which you do have. You have a lot of expertise. Uh, what, what would they, how would the word would uh, hold up in court? <laughs> I would do this for ten dollars. <laughs> But, how would that, how would that hold up? That, if you put that in front of uh, Judge uh, what, the, the Judge Judy or you know, somebody of a higher court, but, they said, oh, would. He would do it for $10. But you're saying you would do this for $10. I am offering you $10 to do it. And you are <laughs> yeah. saying no, which means you wouldn't do it for $10. Nah, that's not true. That's the, 100% how it is. In a completely unrelated also, note, because I've stopped paying attention to this conversation, I was today years old when I learned that Whoopi Goldberg did not have eyebrows. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I literally Googled it. I was like, Sean just made that up. That's bullshit. <laughs> Here's the other thing. Blonde eyebrows. Yeah. I barely see them anyway. If I told you today I shaved my eyebrows, it would take you five seconds to confirm whether or not I'd actually done it. Yeah, just look at David Tennant in uh, House of the Dragon. I will not, but thank you. Um, <laughs> this is a terrifying prospect. Uh, all right. Any other thoughts on the eyebrow Matt question? Smith. I want to know your real numbers. <laughs> My real numbers of six three and like way too many pounds. <laughs> <laughs> way too many. Yeah. Uh, Sean, what's next? What was the last thing you cleaned? Rich is clocking that argument. <laughs> hey, oh, <laughs> boom, got him. Uh, it was probably the dishes, the dishes or the kitchen. Uh, I I got a shower today, so myself. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Here you go. Um, I swept the floor at work. Hmm. It was dishes. Mm. The same thing was dishes. I can't think of the last thing I cleaned that wasn't like a normal household chore. I cleaned out Mary's car mm. recently, which was, that was like the most, you know, not I'm doing this either every day or every other day type of chore. That is a thing I absolutely need to do more often, but I'm in my car so seldom. I mean, I'm in my car, car more often now because I'm, I'm picking up the, the the kiddo from daycare. Mm-hmm. But um, but like I, I know for a fact that I have left two cans of Dr Pepper <laughs> in the in the cup holders of my car, and uh, but I'm like, oh, but I got to carry like kids' cooler of, of bottles, and I got to carry her in. I'm like, I guess those are just gonna stay there because I'm, <laughs> I'm not going back out there tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no way. Um, so yeah, the, the car is one of the things I definitely need to do more often. I've also gotten a lot lazier cause I'm like, like I, I'm like, I like to think of myself as being very attentive to cleaning. What I'm very attentive to doing is pushing a button for a device that will do the cleaning for me. <laughs> like I am great, great at doing the dishes cause it's a fucking machine. I'm great at doing the laundry cause there's two machines that do it. I'm great at doing the vacuuming cause we have a fucking robot vacuum that we got as a gift years ago. Uh, and we, I'm decent at mopping every couple of weeks because we have a tiny little robot mop that we bought <laughs> on a sale like a year and a half, two years ago during the pandemic because we weren't spending our money on anything else. So why not buy a robot mop? And uh, and it's uh, it works all right. So, yeah, I, I, I'm great at pushing buttons. I'm uh, I don't I don't often like deep clean or really clean a lot in general unless I'm expecting people to come over and I don't expect surprise visits anymore so like i don't really clean that much um so it's like when we record bonus action i'll clean before everyone shows up and i'll deep clean before everyone shows up but then like we haven't recorded bonus action in two months or something Mm -hmm. like that so i i I haven't really cleaned up 
And Let's I'm, take us through that. Is there, is there, uh, is there strife within the bonus action uh, community? What, uh, what's going on? Season <laughs> break. I wanted to not oh, have my house. My house gets really, really warm in August, so mm-hmm. I didn't want to have a lot of people in the house in August. Plus, there was like Sean had his vacation. Eric had his vacation. Um, Drew is just too hot. I wouldn't know anything yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's been about that. it's just been busy. So I figured. Season break in August every, each year sounds good. We you go. now, will you be on a new? I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna deep dive on this. Will you be on a new campaign when season two of Bronus Action uh, rolls around? Uh, not new campaign. Same characters. Uh, same storyline running, but just like hmm. there might have been like a few day break in between where we ended and where we are. I gotta figure all that out. Uh, we have to. We our last episode released this week. Um, so we have to record a, like, how did you feel about season one type thing? That's what I'm thinking of doing to release in two weeks. And then two weeks after that, we should be getting the new campaign out or maybe take another two weeks before then. So, but it's, it's, uh, it's going to be the same campaign, same storyline, same characters Mm -hmm. and whatnot. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. The house cleaned up before then, but uh, we got some time. We got some time. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on cleaning? What else you cleaned lately? Uh, it's this isn't cleaning, but um, because of the drought right. that we've been having, because of the drought that we've been having in New Jersey, I haven't had to mow my lawn in two months. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Noise. Hell yeah! No water. Yeah. <laughs> my my this uncle. Minor victories. My uncle came out and he like multiple times. He's like, "When are you gonna mow?" And I'm like, "You're actually not supposed to mow your lawn during a drought. It helps uh, protect the soil." He's like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, we're in the middle of a drought for the last month, and uh, it protects and keeps the soil moist with having all the shade of all the grass. So you're not supposed to mm-hmm. mow it." He's like, "Well, it's getting wild out there." I'm like, "It's fine. Don't worry about it, Uncle." And then, like a, th- a few days later, he comes over. He's like, you "Want me to get some goats out there to start chopping up that grass?" I'm like, "If you had some, sure." <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what's with you and like calling everybody on their joking bluffs? <laughs> <laughs> get me some fucking goats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totes my like, goats. Exactly. Totes <laughs> my goats. God, I feel like I could eat a horse. Oh, really? Uh, waiter, I would like one horse, please. <laughs> Let's see what happens, Bill. <laughs> Let's go to the UK. All right, we'll get you that horse. We're going to order that. You know what? Two tickets. Now, buy the ticket or you're not actually that hungry. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Sean, what's next? Uh, if you were dared to spend night in a haunted house, in quotes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. would you do it? Easy, guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. Of course. For sure. 100%. I would, I would, I would also um, coax the ghosts out and try to get them to haunt me more while I'm there. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I would need to do that necessarily. I would just be get, fucking get, reading get a book. The money. Yeah. <laughs> get the money. If I see some ghosts, I see some ghosts. I'm, I'm here for the cash. The, I'm here for the material world. The way I see it, give me the cash, but I'm making a YouTube video out of this and I'm going viral. Well, it's just, it's just a dare. It doesn't say it's that not they, a bet. Yeah. It's not a bet. They're not betting you. If someone dared you to spend the night in a haunted house. So if I got $100,000 for being in this house, <laughs> would I do it? And the answer would be uh, unequivocally yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, even even on a dare, I mean, like, 
I'll put it this way. Like, I'm st- I'm not at the point, like, since I was in high school, I've never been at the point where I'm cool with being in, like, a stone-cold, still-quiet house. Like, I love being outside in nature, walking around, you know, no no noise or anything like that, just listening to nature sounds. But if it's just the house settling, like, I do get a little spooked by that. Like, since I was in high school, I would come home and put on, like, a Beatles CD just so I'd have music playing. And then, like, when it stopped, I'd be like, oh, and then run up and play the Beatles CD again. So that would be the only thing. But that's just a house. It's not necessarily a haunted house. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you tell me it's haunted. It's like, all right, well, it can't, it, was, it can't possibly be any worse than me just sitting in my house now. So, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, it's just, I don't, I don't, I don't scare that easy. Uh, I lived in a house that we believe to be haunted by the lady who died in it before we bought it. Um, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, also, that's like, America's one of the few places where that's like a thing, because in other countries, mm-hmm. everything is so old. Like, obviously, yeah. someone has died there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I also tend not to believe in ghosts. So you'd tell me, go into a haunted house and say, okay, this is just an old scary house. And then I'm, right. I'm good. You know? Yeah. I, I don't want to be there. I'll probably sing to myself the whole time, but I'll, you know, mm-hmm. I'll do it. Yeah. I'm just going to mm-hmm. pop in some music and uh, read a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just chill. Yeah. It's not too some, spoopy. Uh, no one's going to bother me for an entire night. <laughs> oh my fucking God. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. And, and you know what? If a ghost comes up to you, you just pat the bed, let them snuggle up next to you and read to them. Like it's that simple. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, again, uh, uh, this is not, you don't have to invite potential future harm from the actual ghost. You just not let them you just, just keep them away. <laughs> no ghost, zero ghost. Salt mm-hmm. circle around the bed. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Salt I'm afraid of the no bed. Ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the soul man. Sorry, wrong uh wrong SNL offshoot song, Dan Aykroyd. Um <laughs> What is next, Sean? What were you doing when you found out the queen died? I was picking up pizza. How's it work? <laughs> I uh I'd seen a tweet earlier on in the day of somebody just saying, Is she really dead? And I like looked through the tweet to see, like, was this person talking about someone they actually knew? And there was no information. So I just mm-hmm. dismissed it. Um, mm-hmm. And then went to go pick up lunch. And there was, it's just like, oh, Queen Elizabeth died at 90 what? 93? 96. 96. 96. Um, and I was like, okay. And I grabbed my pizza and I... <laughs> left um and then found out that there was a shooting in memphis that there's no news coverage on at all so yeah good job american media oh no yeah actually you know a sincere great job american media why why should america give a shit about the queen (laughs) exactly like we had a whole war about this bullshit the whole point is so that we don't have to worry about this shit anymore like i i know i i uh, a streamer friend of mine, they did not stream uh, out of respect to the Queen. They live in the UK. They came to my stream last night and we were talking about, like, look, I respect your decision. I respect you. But to me, as a stupid American, I know nothing about the Queen. And she's just a celebrity that I don't know what she's done. So I... your head. Yeah. Like, <laughs> based on my understanding, she doesn't really have any real power anyway. 
Like, no, she doesn't. The, 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 the monarchy is, is a figurehead situation. She technically appoints the prime minister. Like she was in the news last week because Britain's mm. got a new prime minister and she had to go appoint them. But it's like in the same way that like, you know, they, they technically, you know, Biden's not present until he touches the Bible. Like uh, whatever. Like it's it's a it's a formality at this point. Yeah, they they, they don't do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I saw more news and more information, more people crying about the 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 death of the queen someone we what was it two three hundred years ago seceded from mm-hmm. in a war mm-hmm. um then uh you know an entire a city of the monarchy a figurehead of colonialism and imperialism and invading countries that didn't want to be invaded who had no interest in being part of the British Empire got we but we need to donate you know, a moment of silence before the Rams game last night. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, I, mean, I don't know if you guys watched this. So the first football game of the season last, was last night. And they did a, a honest to God moment of silence for the Queen. As if 80,000 people had piled I, in to watch the defending champion Los Angeles Rams. And they were like, oh, everybody shut the fuck up. The Queen. I watch every, <laughs> Are you kidding every, me? Every morning I watch uh, Colbert's monologue from the night before. And they had a... This was recorded before the news of the Queen's passing. Uh, 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 we uh, we we feel we pray for her family or whatever. Like I'm just like yeah, whatever. Really, Colbert. Like you're the number one like political commentator that I watch, and you're gonna sit here and be like, like you're 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 in the states. She's just a celebrity to you, like. I, yeah. I don't know. It just spare, doesn't make spare sense. Spare me any spilt. I'm sure there are people who are genuinely sad about this, but for, mm-hmm. for me in general, you, you can spare me the tears over the uh, the figurehead of that ancestral cesspool that's known as the British monarchy. She was married yeah. to her cousin, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of yeah. The only, the only and, part of it that was newsworthy that I thought she would never die. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she's 96 years old. She's Could, 96 Couldn't even years... make it to 99 like Betty White. Quitter. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that too. Like she Betty was... White. America won ninety nine, UK ninety six. <laughs> Betty White made it to ninety nine. Oh man! But like, yeah. and that's that's what like I'd mentioned it. Memphis, the city of Memphis, went on lockdown for an active shooter for like several hours. Yeah, was it the Queen? Huh? Was, was the Queen the shooter? Was that, was that was that how the Queen died? Was she the active shooter? I'm I, sorry, I should make jokes about the active shooter. There was also there was also a shooting in Uvalde. At again. a memorial service. Again, at again. the memorial what? service for the kids who died, there was another mm. shooting. But so, but the queen died, guys. So we have to dedicate yeah. an entire day's news to the death of the queen. Yeah, I like. I understand if we were in. I was on Twitter when I found out. Like people were just making jokes about it. So like I, I could understand. I guess if we lived in England, but like yeah, as an American, I give zero shits like this is like i'm going to feel i don't know like i feel the same way about any political figure because like a lot of them have done very bad things and so it's mm-hmm. just like this was a, probably a bad person and like, I, like it's i guess if you're british and you feel bad i'm sorry that you feel bad but like i do not care about this person it's just a person well, even who if it was like somebody even if it was somebody who actually governed like the queen has no Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they have power in the sense that, like, if the, the new prime minister doesn't show up at Buckingham Palace, I guess they can't be the prime minister or something like that. But, like, effectively, like, look, if, if, if like, the new, if the, I don't know, the, I, I don't remember the name of the prime minister who just got sworn in in England. But, like, if Boris Johnson had, like, slipped on a banana peel and fallen down a manhole and it's like, oh, we need a moment of silence for Boris Johnson. All right, look, 
did bad things, but was also look the the lead, literally the leader of the UK. We could donate. You could donate a ten second moment of silence to him. We mm-hmm. we could do that. He's actually doing governing that actually impacts the world. Uh, the Queen dying. <laughs> don't care. Don't care. <laughs> like like if shit happens. If for instance something yeah. were to happen to to Trump, there's two countries I expect to have daily news coverage of this russia and the united states yeah, nowhere russia else the united states, yeah. like nowhere else would really need to care about something oh, happening no, to brazil Trump. too because uh he was boys with uh bolsonaro oh, brazil yeah yeah brazil brazil loves them some trump because bolsonaro is like you see that that's what i want to do yeah mm-hmm. except i want to do it while burning down the amazon rainforest too yeah yeah uh any other thoughts on the queen no i don't Go- care God, so to God, sum up, like, uh, she'll be missed. Yeah, like God, <laughs> God rest her soul, but it mm. didn't affect me at all. Uh, I mean, I'm not even going to say God rest her soul because we've been saying God save the queen for 50 years. It didn't work. Sure. <laughs> didn't work. All we uh, asked was for one thing, God, and you yeah. failed us. <laughs> we asked one thing for decades. <laughs> all the replacement it- hips in the world couldn't save her. No, uh, Sean was next. Uh, what do you wear to bed? Nothing. Nothing. Ooh. Disgusting. I mean, sexy. Sorry, I meant to say sexy. <laughs> uh, Could be both. Uh, yeah, running shorts and shirt. Yep. No same. socks though, because only because only actual axe murderers wear socks to bed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should maybe reevaluate my life then. Yeah, maybe get rid of the bloody axe. <laughs> you know what? That would probably be a good idea. Hide yeah. that instead of the socks. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, don't want that. You want you don't want the, the officials to come by and be like, the axe is bloody, but he's got no socks. See? See so no no socks anywhere. You know that definitely no socks. <laughs> this one's clean. Case closed. Definitely not an axe murderer. There's no socks on. That's right. Uh, Tim, what do you, I mean, you wear nothing. Sean, what do you, uh, <laughs> what do you wear? Uh, I wear whatever shirt I was wearing that day and boxers. That's it. Right. Or right. if I'm wearing like a dress shirt, then I just wear boxers because it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. to wear a dress shirt to bed. You don't keep the undershirt on. Very true. Mm-hmm. I could, mm-hmm. but, but no, but sometimes mm-hmm. I like wear like one of those like Hawaiian shirts mm-hmm. and yeah. they, I don't, I don't. I would tend to not wear an undershirt with those. But, Makes sense. But I will wear if I'm wearing like if I'm going getting dressed for work and wearing a button down, I will wear an undershirt under that, and then I will wear the undershirt to bed. Rich, what do you wear to sleep? Basketball shorts and a uh, a t shirt. Just yeah, very very basic. I don't do uh. fancy pajamas unless it's really cold out. Yeah, I'm not a fancy pajamas guy. Mm-hmm. There was a period of time where my mother would get me the the. You know, a new pair of pajama pants every year at Christmas, mm-hmm. which meant that uh, Goodwill was getting a new pair of pajama <laughs> pants every year at Christmas. Uh, because I, I was like, I need one. I need one, and that's it. And that's on the off chance that it's very cold and I need to go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, the, the running shorts, the, the primary reason is just like, I don't know. In case you got to go running chance. while you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, in case of it, yeah, in case of it's four in the morning, I'm just like, yo, I need to get a quick three in. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it is mostly... Uh, on the off chance that like I need to get the door or something, mm-hmm. or like I'm I'm walking around and, and like oh I 
left a package outside or some for some other reason I need to step outside. And even at four in the morning, I'm not uh, I'm out out there to uh, to let my neighbors see me in all my glory. Mm-hmm. So uh, running shorts, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I have a um, I have a pair of like Star Wars pajama pants that like if I'm on vacation, if I'm hanging out with people or whatever, I'll probably wear those. But just hanging out at home, it's basketball shorts. Tim, take us through. How long have you been uh, like just just full on? Uh, you know the way God made you uh, in in the bed. Is this a recent development, or have you been doing this for for most of your adult life? Naked. Uh, that's a good question. When did I start sleeping that way? Hmm. It's definitely not recent. It's definitely been at least a handful of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, at some point within the last decade. And then up to that point, it was like, yeah, just a pair of boxers. That's it. Mm. At some point, I just said, eh, fuck boxers. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, I'm already like most of the way there. Well, go all the way there. Pretty much, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I don't get the socks thing. Richard, why, why do you wear socks to bed? I want to hear this from the other side. Why? Because he's uh, an axe um, murderer. We discussed this. I'm an <laughs> okay, fine. Because he's <laughs> easiest way to cover up your crimes. Yeah, exactly. Like they don't see my footprints. Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah, don't yeah. want to leave trace. Uh, trace prints. <laughs> exactly. I. Everybody's worried about fingerprints. I am not an axe murderer. I do not wear socks to bed. Yeah. Tess, cut that out. <laughs> wow. I just want you guys to know. I don't care about the listeners. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> listeners, be damned. <laughs> we'll take this conversation <laughs> off air then. Uh, Sean, what's next? Who was the last person you vented to? It was you guys about the Welcome queen. to the Brose <laughs> Podcast, available on all major <laughs> podcasting platforms. <laughs> the motherfucking queen. Um, <laughs> that was my wife this morning. Uh, it was like a petty thing that was going on at work, like not like a earth shattering thing, but just like. She had uh she she had called on her way to work and uh and I was just like oh, this is the one thing had been bothering me for for a couple of days that still hasn't been resolved and so I was just venting to her about that. Um, but yeah. Otherwise, uh, and then uh, before her was my therapist on uh on <laughs> Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday. Uh, it was to my contractually sister. obligated to do so. <laughs> it was to my sister. Uh, it was work related. Um. Because I've been getting a lot of emails that have nothing to do to me, but I will respond to them with all of my knowledge. Um, And nine times out of ten, when it's sent to the next person, they'll not read the entire email thread and not know what's going on and say something that's already been said. Um, And so today, uh, I replied to an email saying, here's the information I have. We need the documents that we never got. We need to get those. And then my boss emailed it to somebody else. And it's like, hey, can you look at this? And they respond, this borrower is looking for this inf- for this thing. And I'm like, yeah, if you see three emails down, I said we can't do that thing until we finish another thing. And I sent the email. And then I like walked away from my computer. And I was like, why does no one fucking read emails here? Because, like you were being asked to do something else. What is wrong with this company? I got to hit him with a, as per my last email. Uh, I, I, I wrote as per 
all previous emails in this chain. Like, I'm done with you guys not reading emails. We had to take a compliance training on email etiquette. We had to get training on emails. It's good use of everyone's time. It's training on emails. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How to use the phone. Uh, Tim, who's the last person you vented to? Hmm. I've been doing a lot of it lately, so I got to think of who the last person I vented <laughs> to. Uh, probably our incoming product manager, who was coming in to replace one person who is going to be retiring, and they decided that it was going to take a long time to do that transition, which I still don't fully understand. Uh, but now he's taking the place of the other product manager who put in their two weeks notice. Hmm. Uh, he's like, so is everything this dumb? And I was like, yes, everything mm-hmm. is this dumb. Why Welcome do we do all this manual show. stuff? Why do we do all this manual stuff? Why, why, why is this person surprised that their inventory is wrong when we knew this like two weeks ago? I was like, because he's an idiot. <laughs> because we have all these tools and resources at our disposal. And then no one does anything. And then they're like, well, does quality have anything? No, it's all trash. That's why it's equality, you motherfucker. That's uh, one of my favorite running jokes. I'll just drop on uh, any one of my coworkers. Like, I remember I worked in my, my previous company. Um, I drop that all the time when, like, you know, there's like a system issue or like a limitation or something like that. I'd lean over to this guy who'd been there for 30 years. He'll be like, don't worry. Don't worry, Mike. One day we'll work for like a multi billion dollar corporation and this won't, this won't <laughs> be a problem. <laughs> Is it more money than God? And still, uh, like I don't know, like Excel sh- spreadsheets won't download correctly. Yeah. One one of these days we'll be able to get reporting to properly report the right thing. Like, We're gonna make it big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sean, last person you vented to? Hmm. It was probably Mary, and it was probably about work. Like, mm. um. I think last week I had a bunch of uh, like uh, a bunch of filings to do. And we have a, we have like a bunch of, you know, fail safes or whatever. Like we have a bunch of departments have to check things just to make sure everything's right. And just one department wouldn't get back to me until like five o'clock. And it was just, it's like at the very end of the day with no time left for no reason. And like, I have to Mm. follow up with them and like, make sure I click, that the email's urgent or they won't read it. Of course. It's so annoying. So frustrating. <laughs> and I hate it. And just, just fucking do your job. Yep. Is it a career limiting move that if somebody puts urgent in the email, like that's like the, the, the cruise control to put it at the bottom of my priorities list? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I never do it like, because I, like, I'm always free- like, okay, yeah. I- yeah, all right, whatever, dude. Like, <laughs> I, I get email from my boss. Like, I can discern very quickly from like the first, like the subject line, a couple of lines. I'm like, okay, this is a priority. I need to handle this. Mm. But if it's just like somebody from another department, it's like it slams that exclamation point. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you don't, no, 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 you don't get to decide that. Casnell gets to decide what's urgent in Casnell's Casnell's uh, <laughs> work priority, and uh, this ain't it, Chief. The, because, the last, go, go for it, Rich. I, I was, I was just gonna say. The people who use the urgent, not not Sean included, the people who use the urgent, tag everything urgent. So everything's mm-hmm. not urgent. You're just yeah. trying to say your job is urgent. 
I also, uh, okay, go ahead, Tim. <laughs> the last thing that I was uh, pegged, or not pegged, uh, <laughs> tagged was like, wow. hey, this is urgent. You need to work on this immediately. I was like, so, like, the plant is essentially on fire right now, and I'm apparently the only one who knows how to use a bucket of water. So, like, when you say urgent, what kind of timeline are you looking at? What When do they need this information? Oh, well, the test is in two weeks. And I was like, oh, so... Not even remotely urgent. Yeah. That's that's not what that word means. Yeah, urgent in the sense that it needs to be done before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. It's, the other one always get me is um the uh, if you read an email and then it's, somebody has set it up so that they automatically ask you for a read receipt. Like, <laughs> oh, I ignore them all. Yeah, it, my, my, when I worked at a company where my own father was in the, the the company, like I would occasionally get an email forwarded from him. And I'd uh, be like, Ron Casnell would like to send a read receipt. I'm like, I'm sorry, Ron. You're not getting a read receipt. Have <laughs> not going to happen. I will, I'm, I'm clicking on no. I'm sorry. I'm not giving you the satisfaction of seeing that I read your email. How dare I, you? I'll get to it when I get to it, man. So I guess that's maybe my toxic work trait. I will annoy the hell out of everyone. So if they're sending me meeting invites, read receipt requests, I am sending you those back i will respond to that meeting invite right away yes i'll be there and you'll get that response yes you got that read receipt i won't i won't respond to that email for like six hours but i'm giving you that read receipt as soon as i so you're leaving them on red yes at work yes that is a terrible idea fuck you i don't i don't read my emails until after lunch so I, i i reserve that behavior exclusively for the brose group chat (laughs) <laughs> exactly T- tim sends a, a tiktok that's like yo get a load of this cool squirrel and i'm just like i'll i'll check this out tomorrow. i've <laughs> sent no such squirrels it is always topical <laughs> yeah i mean maybe this maybe the squirrel was queen i don't know uh, <laughs> fair tim tim, uh, tim and sean other... on on that note i got a tiktok i did it I did a thing. I got a Tic Tac. A Tic Tac. So did I. Yeah, but, uh, I was going to say, is it orange? It's the only Tic Tac yeah. worth its shit. I can't it, see it, it any was... of those things, Richard. I know. It was It was just me showing you my Tic Tac. Um, the ring tic-tac. light is, is really bright. Uh, Are you doing that on purpose? What? Tic Tac? Yes. Tic Tac? He's yes. absolutely yeah, yeah. doing okay, it. Okay, all right. Just yeah. making I sure. Actively, right, right. I actively call it Tic Tac. Just like I call Fortnite Fork Knife. Yeah. For- fork Knife? Yes, fork knife. Oh, like yeah, a brand fork new knife. song, fork and knife. <laughs> I'll go to my that niece. Joke was only, it was only for Sean. <laughs> only for I'll go to my niece. I'll be like, I hear you play fork knife. She's like, it's fork knife, Uncle Richie. And I'm like, yeah. So how is fork knife? <sighs> and then yeah. Then you get in some old school games like a uh, sleep Pfizer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Portal Blombat. Uh, Sean, uh, what do we got next? Got the final. Question, I guess, is Roadshow. The Roadshow. I missed the bell. We did the bell last time. Did we? Uh, I mean, we didn't do Roadshow last time because uh, <laughs> I didn't have time to come up with a Roadshow before we, uh, before we did the episode. But we did the bell. 
And I remember the bell distinctly because I I I, uh, I was giving Tim blue balls with the bell uh, in the last episode, and then Tim like shotgunned his whole iced tea as soon as I rang it. Yeah, um, it was incredible. I never seen anything like it. Uh, so we got roadshow. Is that correct, Sean? That's correct. All right. So let's Ooh. open up the addendum. Then, of course, it's America's game, sweeping the nation. Uh, I like this. It's uh, the, the game of the Antiques Roadshow guessing game, where we take an item from the Antiques Roadshow show on PBS. Uh, and uh, we try to figure out what that item is and how much it's worth. So, uh, Tim Hansen, uh, what are we looking at here? We are looking at a pretty sweet-looking pocket watch. Mm-hmm. Real quick, I just I appreciate. It. So, <laughs> so real quick, the uh, we got you just noticing this. Well, no, 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 no. So I, well, I noticed the first three. So of course, um, our our question compiler, uh, the the wonderful Mary O'Brien. Uh, sent us the emails for our questions and it includes brose 69 parentheses nice one and then nice two and nice three <laughs> but addendum 69 in the body just to change it up she put nice, in nice. <laughs> <laughs> which i just noticed when i opened it up it's that it's level of attention to detail work. we really appreciate mm-hmm. yes. it's excellent it's a, the comedic timing on this email was somehow perfect <laughs> uh, so tim what are we looking at <laughs> so we're looking at a, a pretty sweet pocket watch uh yep that's it it's a pocket watch i i can't tell what that design is supposed to be on the it, front like copper right it looks like some sort of blade or something um well, going like up a, through the middle it looks like a number nine on there i yeah it does look like there's a nine in the back but i don't see a number six nine. so it's just like oh oh i do <laughs> see that i do see the nine now okay i see it yeah it's, it's pretty in with some of the other Where's filigrees and Hang tight, where's wow. the nine? Where am I missing? So the, the main it's circle, there. there's the main circle, and yeah. then it wraps down into a nine. If you follow it on the... Uh, it's almost like a G. On the right side, it goes down and up. To like a, a lowercase nine. G. Oh, oh, wait, you can kind of oh, see yeah, an eight. Like a, um, like a, what is it, Magat- Magatama. Uh, or or a, a, a apostrophe. <laughs> a semicolon. That one. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I'm just going to assume this is some sweet train guy's sweet stopwatch that he used on the train all the time. $5,000. This, this is definitely the kind of punk watch that only somebody who is on or, or near a train at all times would have. Yeah, obviously. For sure. Yeah. This is this is the pocket watch that inspired the movie The Polar Express. That would be very funny. I like the idea that the watch inspired the Polar Express. <laughs> and not like the story of Santa Claus or any no, shit like Santa that. Santa Claus, but like somebody looked at a watch and was like, I got it. <laughs> oh, excuse me, not somebody. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, who wrote, directed, and starred in the book, The Polar Express, yeah. uh, saw this pocket watch and was like, I'm going to make millions. It, just, um, just believe, yeah. all right? All you got to do is believe. No, I refuse. Can't yeah, I mean, this has got to be a pocket watch with the design. I, I, I don't know what else you put in there, especially with the little key ring part on it. Like it's it's designed to be mm-hmm. clipped in some way. Uh, but I'm going to say this is worth ten grand because like these old like watches and like uh, the, the mechanical stuff. I, I just, especially with the the fine exterior, I just get the feeling it's worth a little mm-hmm. bit more. So I'm going to get ten grand. Yeah, if it if it truly is as old as it as we think it should be, or as we think it is, I would agree it's going to be pretty high up there. I'll go fifteen grand. Hmm. I will go thirty thousand dollars. 
for Ooh, this. Thirty G's. Thirty G's for this pocket watch, because I I because I I agree with your uh, with your thought processes. That is, this looks old, and old watches are generally expensive. So I'll just go. I I couldn't imagine going lower than lower than mm-hmm. Tim. So I'll just go high, super high. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, uh, who wants to be in the Brose Players this week? I'll uh, I'll jump in there if somebody wants to do this with me. Not it. Oh, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll do it then. All right, me and Rich. Rich, you want to be the appraiser or the guest? Um, I'll be the appraiser. All right, and I'll be the guest. And action. This is the pocket watch of President William McKinley. He's my great-great-uncle. It's just been passed down from generation to generation. I've had it for about six years, and it's been in a, a safety deposit box ever since. It's a Hampton from the Duber Hampton Watch Company of Canton, Ohio. Okay. It's a solid 18-karat gold. It's a high-jeweled movement and we see on the outside it's the initials of president mckinley there's a phenomenal presentation it is crisp and clean it looks like it was engraved yesterday this watch was given to him at the time that he was governor of the state of ohio the duber hampton watch company of canton ohio gave him one of the best watches you could hope to get wow that came out of their factory. He was our 25th president. Mm-hmm. And you know a little more? He was assassinated 1901. In 1901, six months into his second term in office. Very sad. Very tragic. What we got here is a crossover collectible. Not only would watch people go crazy for this, and it's a great American collectible watch, it's a politically important piece of Americana and American history. In retail setting, this watch could bring easily thirty to thirty-five thousand dollars. Really? Wow! I was thinking one thousand or two thousand or maybe ten thousand, just to pick a third random number. <laughs> My mom used to wear it, put it on a chain, and wear it to cocktail parties. And scene. That Sean segment O'Brien. nailed it. That segment was brought to you by the Duber Hampton Watch Company of Canton, Ohio. Mm, yeah. This is a weird podcast with a weird watch company. Just, just a, <laughs> the perfect pairing. Uh, wow, 30, 30, 35 grand for uh, Bill McKinley's, Bill McKinley's on, watch. On the Switch. dot, Sean. Good job. Yeah. Right in the range. Which means you get, you get to give out an extra half drink oh, hell uh, yeah. at this time. I'll give it to Who you giving out? Give it to nice. Tim. Have him sip some of that 7-Up. That Some makes of that sense. Sweet, sweet lithium citrate. <laughs> wow, that was always the most devastating part of playing this game when we were doing like like full on drinking. Uh, it was the the extra half shot when somebody got in. Was, uh, was bad, bad news. <laughs> you know, that that hammer was hanging over you. It was just a matter of when somebody was going <laughs> to drop it on you. Uh, so that was our, all of the questions. Correct, Sean. That's all of them. Anyone with a closing thought or a take? I did, but we already talked about the Queen. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, do you want to go on a further rant of the Queen? Well, again, I just want to just drive the point home that it's incredibly stupid to have an 80,000-seat football stadium in North America. (laughs) Moment of silence for the Queen. Like, nothing would be more disrespectful than trying to get 80,000 people who've been drinking all day in Los Angeles uh, to to try and rein it in for 
10 seconds for the freaking Queen of England. For it the doesn't make any sense to me. For the first official game of the season as well. Like I don't know. No. Like I know that I know that the NFL is trying to get something going in the UK and like they 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 send the international series over there every year. Uh but come on, man. Like is, is what do you think looks worse? If you did no moment of silence for the Queen or if you had that one where you could hear that very clearly like 60% of the crowd was like we don't give a fuck. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they're still talking to their kids and like. Yeah. Also, I think they did it like right after the Rock had just done his whole like. Finally, the Super Bowl has come to Los Angeles <laughs> and done his whole Rock thing. Um, yeah, this is bad, bad luck all around. Yeah, and with yeah. the thought that doesn't have to do with the Queen, <laughs> or you could do the, or you could do the Queen again if you want to. I'd no. really rather not do the Queen. Necrophilia is frowned upon. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, we needed. You're not need- nearly close enough of a relative to make that work, anyway. Oh no! <laughs> All right, that's the show for today. For today, guys. <laughs> well, uh, if you want to see any more kissing cousins takes on Twitter, you can find me at mcasnell. That's m k a s z n e l. What about you, Sean? At hey, it's S O B. How about you, Tim? At uh, Tim R Hansen. And you, Rich. At B underscore Walnuts. Our podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose podcast. And it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question that you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions, B-R-O-S-E questions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions very nicely. Uh, to Tess Riley for editing our show very nicely. To Shannon Vogel, who designed our very nice logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is Nice. Sorry, When by Stephen <laughs> Siebert. And you can listen to Stephen's work at the Free Music Archive. Uh, it's time for some plugs. Rich Sweet, and you got a whole bunch of uh, multimedia projects and the like going on what's uh, going on with you twitch.tv slash b underscore one for video game streaming on uh, monday tuesday thursday and sunday my schedule is going to change up a little bit in october because i plan on beating resident evil zero through eight in the month of october so we're going to change that up um oh, as well spookoween. as yes yeah, spookoween i'm basic i do spoopy stuff in october Ooh. um also check out uh uh one quest we've got two podcasts pod quest and bonus action um they are nerdy talk shows and D talk shows or D uh live at live plays yeah i messed that entire promo up <laughs> go ahead sean <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh sean fr- frisbees um, yeah that, I, I that throw one. frisbees at ob disc golf everywhere except instagram where it is ob underscore disc golf hell yeah hell yeah all right well then we're gonna call it a day say goodbye to the gentle listeners Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire action moose team. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you all that we had a whole war about this and to be smart about being stupid. (laughs) Yes. Not my queen, hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.